That there Beavis and Butthead are cartoons. Listener's discretion should be advised, and don't try this at home. In this episode of The Butt Chronicles, we take a look at Beavis and Butthead, episode 31, Be All You Can Be. Uh, welcome to Industrial Industries World Radios, The Butt Chronicles. Uh, you said welcome. Uh, oh god. Well, hello ladies and gentlemen and butt munches alike. Welcome to The Butt Chronicles, your audio guide to everything Beavis and Butthead. And I'm your host, DJ Glowing Ice. Today we're taking a look at Beavis and Butthead, episode 31, Be All You Can Be. It first aired on MTV on July 15th, 1993, and it's the final episode of season 2 of Beavis and Butthead. So what happens in Beavis and Butthead, Be All You Can Be? Well, let's check it out. The episode starts in Beavis and Butthead's house as Beavis and Butthead watch TV. On their TV is a black and white military comedy style show featuring the character Gomer Pyle. Gomer Pyle is talking to his angry sergeant and says, Golly, Sarge, don't make me scrub the latrine again. Butthead laughs and says, Hey, Beavis, you know what's in Olivia Newton's John? Gomer's pile. Get it? Beavis laughs and says, yeah. Butthead then changes the channel. The TV shows a scene from the movie Rambo, where two men are discussing going up against Rambo. Butthead changes the channel again to see a commercial for Ziploc bags. A woman is holding up a Ziploc bag containing a turkey leg, and she says, They're ideal for storing meats. The commercial ends, and then a screen for the movie of the week comes on, featuring the movie The Deer Hunter. A voice comes on saying, And now, back to The Deer Hunter! In the movie, we see a man holding a gun. It cuts to the boy sitting on the couch as a gunshot comes from the TV. Whoa, that was cool, says Butthead. Next scene, we see the boys standing in front of an army recruiter's station. The boys headbang, and they play air guitar, and they also sing, You better watch out, cause I'm a war machine. As the boys go on headbanging, an army recruiter is watching them from the entrance of the recruiter station. Hutin hut, the recruiter yells. The boys stop headbanging. Gentlemen, my name is Sergeant Dick Leakey. Some call me the Rooster. The boys start headbanging again, and Butthead sings, Yeah, they come to snuff the rooster! War songs are cool, says Butthead. Sergeant Leakey holds the door open that leads into the recruiting station, and he says to the boys, At ease, men. Why don't you come on inside? I'd like to talk to you about finding your purpose in life. This is our purpose, says Butthead. Sergeant Leakey continues, How about something more ambitious than loitering, boys? The boys ignore him, and they start walking away. Sergeant Leakey then says, I'll let you touch my MX-35 grenade launcher. After hearing this, the boys stop, and they rush into the recruiter's station. Inside the recruiter's office, 
The boys touch the grenade launcher as it sits on a tripod. They tap on it with their fingers. I said you could touch it, not grab it, yells Sergeant Leakey. He continues. So, you boys know anyone in the military? Beavis's dad was in the Navy. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> he was a seaman. Get it? Both of the boys then laugh. Nothing funny about the military, boy. Grab a seat. There's a short film I'd like you to see. Sergeant Leakey then skims through some tapes on a shelf, and the labels of these tapes range from different races and sexual orientations of people to a tape labeled Discipline Problems. He then grabs a tape at the very far end that's labeled No Future. As Beavis and Butthead sit in chairs in front of the sergeant's desk, they watch the TV that's sitting on it. The TV displays the title, Operation Helping Hand. We then see a tank chasing after a soldier as he runs into a brown hut in a mountainous area. As the scene goes on, a narrator says, In Operation Helping Hand, we use heavy metal to scare the enemy, and we did more than just scare them. The tank then shoots the brown hut that the soldier's hiding in, making it explode. Sounds of people screaming come from the debris of the hut. Cut to a buff and shirtless American soldier wearing a helmet as he's holding a can of beer. He's sitting halfway outside of the manhole entrance of the top of a tank. A smaller, dorky soldier is giving him a tattoo on his arm that reads USA. The soldier getting the tattoo says to the camera, We kill more people before 7am than some countries kill all day. There's something really satisfying about doing your job well. He then lifts up the can of beer in his hand that reads, Tree Frog Beer, and drinks it down. As the soldier drinks the beer, a narrator says, Today's Army Rocks. The screen then cuts to a slide that reads, Today's Army Rocks. The narrator comes back on, saying, We're looking for a few good headbangers. Whoa! That was cool, says Butthead. Yeah, he looked like the lead singer of Pantera, Beavis adds. Sergeant Leakey turns around to put the video back on the shelf as he says, That ought to get him. As the sergeant's back is turned, Beavis picks up the grenade off of his desk. Beavis then pulls the pin from the grenade and tosses it to Butthead, and Butthead tosses it back to Beavis. They do this back and forth repeatedly, until Sergeant Leakey turns around and yells, You idiots! That's a live grenade! Are you kids on dope? That grenade's gonna blow! Sergeant Leakey grabs the grenade and tosses it through a glass window in his office into the outside. The explosion from the grenade blows out the rest of the glass from the window towards the three. Beavis, Butthead, and Sergeant Leakey all look stunned as Butthead says, Whoa! That was cool. Sergeant Leakey, with a shard of glass stuck in his cheek and a smile on his face, says, Yeah, that was kind of cool. He then pulls the piece of glass out of his cheek. All three then laugh together. Sergeant Leakey all of a sudden stops and gets serious and says, Listen up, men. The way I see it, you owe me one. He sits back at his desk and continues, I'll be honest with you. Being in the United States Army is an important job. 
and it's not always easy finding the best people. Do you know what a quota is? Uh, you mean like 25 cents? No, I'm prepared to promise you your own guns, ammo, grenades, and uniforms. I'll get you delayed entry and probably get you stationed at Fort Dix. Butthead laughs and says, Is that anywhere near Fort Nuts? Sergeant Leakey, with a smile on his face, holds up two U.S. Army enlistment forms and says, All you have to do is sign. And if you decide you don't like the Army, there's ways you can get out. So what do you say, boys? Does this mean Beavis will have to shave his butt? Sergeant Leakey, now angry, holds up a gun and yells, Listen, you maggots! I took a bullet for Uncle Sam, and if you dirtbags don't sign these papers, you're gonna take a bullet from me! Beavis and Butthead are now shaking, and Butthead nervously grabs the form and says, Uh, this deal seems pretty good. You know, free explosives? Beavis grabs his form and agrees to sign up because Butthead is. The boys sign the forms, and Sergeant Leakey puts his gun down and says, Very good. Sergeant Leakey grabs the enlistment forms from the boys, and he starts reading the signatures. He says, Seems you boys enlisted by assigning yourself a rank. So which one of you signed up as Major Woody and Private Parts? He lowers the forms to see the boys laughing as they sit in the chairs in front of him. Why, you little pinkos! Sergeant Leakey yells as he then holds up his gun and points it at the boys. The boys get up and run as Sergeant Leakey pulls the trigger multiple times, but the gun is unloaded. Bursting out of the doors of the recruiter station, the boys run down the sidewalk, passing by a toy store and an ice cream shop. The boys wind up running all the way to an empty field. Butthead holds his hand up that is full of bullets and says, I got his bullets. What did you get? Beavis laughs as he pulls another grenade from his pocket. He pulls the pin and the boys laugh as they toss the grenade back and forth to each other. As the grenade explodes, the screen turns black. Beavis yells, Ow! And Butthead says, That was cool. And that's the end of Beavis and Butthead, Be All You Can Be. Now let's get into the music videos. First music video is Come On, Feel the Noise by Quiet Riot. And Beavis says that the guy laying in bed in the video doesn't want to get up because he has morning wood. Butthead laughs and says, Rise and shine. He then adds that the video is stupid and Beavis says that it sucks, too. And then they change it. Next is NWO by Ministry, and then after that is Highway to Hell, the live version by ACDC. We're not going to go over these videos because they were covered in an earlier episode when they first appeared in the band episode, Way Down Mexico Way, Part 2. And then the last music video is Tank by Life, Sex, and Death. And the boys think that the video is cool, and they can't figure out what the singer is saying, and Butthead says he thinks he's saying, Mama Drag, and Beavis thinks that he's saying, I'm a train. That's the music videos. Now let's get into the fun facts. 
Be All You Can Be was the first Beavis and Butthead episode that was written by Christopher Brown, and he became the main writer and person behind the most important and funny episodes of the series. Before Beavis and Butthead, Brown was working on animation for Saturday morning cartoons from Deke Entertainment. Looking to expand, he was wanting to get into writing more than animating. The first script that he sold was for a Super Mario Bros. cartoon. The producer at Deke Entertainment that hired Brown, Jack Spillum, had talked to John Andrews, who was a producer for Beavis and Butthead. Andrews had said to Spillum that they were looking for writers for Beavis and Butthead, and Jack recommended Brown to Andrews. Brown was then contacted. This all happened before the series had even premiered on MTV. So Brown, like everyone else who was familiar with Beavis and Butthead, had only seen the first two pilot episodes. He was asked if he could write for a show like Beavis and Butthead, and Brown said, Absolutely. Growing up in the Midwest, and being a fan of heavy metal music, Brown based a lot of Beavis and Butthead episodes on his own experiences and things he did growing up. At the time of being asked if he could write for Beavis and Butthead, Brown was working a day job, and he wrote scripts at night. Mike Judge looked through some of the ideas and scripts that Brown had for episodes, and he chose Be All You Can Be without even going back to Brown for any rewrites or any corrections. They just went right into the episode and did it as it was originally written. Brown wrote this episode based on an army recruiter that was asking him if he wanted to join the military. This idea also came from when he made a fake army recruiter video when he was in high school. In this video, the army recruiter would chase him around everywhere he went. Brown became the head writer for the original series of Beavis and Butthead from seasons 3 to season 7. The episode The Great Cornholio, that is arguably the best episode ever in Beavis and Butthead, was just Mike Judge and Christopher Brown alone writing it. So when Christopher Brown wrote the episode Be All You Can Be, Beavis and Butthead Season 1 hadn't even premiered yet. This is the final episode that is done in the animation style that most fans would call the crude era. And after this, the series would be done by another animation studio. Be All You Can Be is the 26th and final episode of Season 2 of Beavis and Butthead, and it's the 31st episode overall. And IMDB, the Internet Movie Database, gives Beavis and Butthead Be All You Can Be a 7.8 out of 10 rating. Now, I'll give you my review. All I gotta say is, do you know what a quota is? You mean like 25 cents? <laughs> that line right there makes this episode a definite gold star episode. Uh, beyond that, there's a lot of other just... This this episode is full of just chock full of great lines. Like the whole Fort Dix, is it by Fort Nuts? Having seen this episode plenty of times and finally revisiting it after seeing it like 10 years ago... Uh, it made me laugh my ass off so much. This was a really great episode. I remember this as a kid watching it. The grenade, the, uh, the them touching the grenade launcher. Just uh, There's a lot of action that happens in this episode. Mentioning that uh, the lead singer looks like Pantera in that 
uh, no future video that they watched. It's a, it's just an awesome episode. Lots of funny parts with it. Of course, they have the classic opening of this episode where the boys are just watching TV and there's Gomer Pyle and uh, Olivia Newton's John. It's packed front to back, bottom to top, packed with uh, funny one-liners and jokes. And it's a, it's a good story, too, um, because... If you're a young man or young woman growing up in high school, maybe you have come across some of those recruiters. I certainly have. I was about ready to join the Marines. I was going to join the Marines if uh, a little certain uh, health defect kept me uh, from going. But um, yeah, I, I can definitely relate to all of this. The Quiet Riot video did really suck you gotta watch that video when they try to do the special effects the boys talk about the special effects and how crappy they are and it's it's very cringy to watch it now it it probably was cool when it first came out but you see it now it's like god that was stupid (laughs) the boys were right they're so right that's how you can really kind of gauge music is uh would beavis you know if you listen to a song and you think it may be cool you got to ask yourself would beavis and butthead think this is cool You know, you got to ask yourself that question sometimes. I'm going to have to give this episode a 9 out of 10. Yeah, that's all there is to it. There's there's no way to put this any lower besides a 9 out of 10. It's not perfect, but it is damn good. It has plenty of rewatchable value to it. I definitely and highly recommend this episode. So there you go. Beavis and Butthead, be all you can be. Gets a 9 out of 10. That wraps up this episode of The Butt Chronicles. Did you like Be All You Can Be? Make sure to sound off on our Facebook. Go to Facebook and search The Butt Chronicles and then you get on there and then you can like it or comment or not and you just ignore it or whatever you want to do. You can do that on Facebook. We don't have a Twitter. We don't have an Instagram. We don't care. Thank you guys for listening, though. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for coming back week after week and enjoying our little trip, our little fun journey here with Beavis and Butthead. And I'm enjoying myself. I hope you guys are too. And if you are, make sure to rate five stars or whatever. That helps us reach up more in the rankings and other people that enjoy Beavis and Butthead. I'd also like to give a very special thank you to Beavis in Butthead Collector on Instagram. He also goes by Sean Beard. Check him out. Just go to YouTube and search Sean Beard. S-E-A-N-B-E-A-R-D. And he has a podcast on his channel that is called Late Night Morning Wood, where he has interviews with Christopher Brown and a lot of other people that have worked on the show of Beavis and Butthead. And that's where I got a lot of my information about Christopher Brown and how he got in to work with Beavis and Butthead. And it is a treasure trove of a YouTube channel that you definitely need to check out. So look him up. It's Sean Beard. Yeah, definitely a big thank you to him and Christopher Brown for doing that uh, YouTube video, doing that interview with Sean, because uh, that definitely helped me digging up some information to make this episode uh, possible and have the best um, 
you know, information to bring to you guys. So, thank you guys. Much appreciate it. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I'm your host, DJ Glowing Ice, and this is The Butt Chronicles, your audio guide to everything Beavis and Butthead. See you next time. Radio.